Matic. Becky, great ball in. Ellen White for Manchester City. episode of mcw fancast i'm emma thanks for listening we're back after our short break and it's good to be back we're joined this week by claire and lee from the arsenal women's supporters club as we look ahead to thursday's fa cup final following our progression in the competition after sunday's 2-1 win at farley way stadium the home of leicester city it was a resolute performance from city and a well-fought effort from leicester who battled on to the very end two first half goals from chloe kelly who converted from a penalty spot and Georgia Stanway with a sublime half-volley finish. Charlie Devlin was able to half the deficit late in the game from the penalty spot for Leicester. It was a late flurry of pressure from the Foxes, but City were able to hold firm to ensure progression to the next stage of the competition. Hear from manager Gareth Taylor and Chloe Kelly speaking at full-time. I'm so proud of the team. It was a proper cup tie. And when I say team, I mean all of the players, even the players who didn't get onto the pitch today, the likes of Lucy and Alex. Everyone has been... Uh, really solid um, everyone supporting each other and you know I've spoken about that the fact that we're fortunate enough now that we have a half decent squad in terms of numbers and we'll have Rose Lavelle obviously hopefully joining us now in the next couple of games and I think it just allows us to make changes if we need to if we feel necessary and I think that everyone's supporting that because they know that playing over the next two weeks every three or four days is going to be really difficult I watched them play twice this season already. Very emphatic here against Blackburn. Uh, and uh, also saw them play away at Sheffield. Scored very late, so they never give up. And sometimes at 2-0, we just needed that third goal, I think, to, to maybe settle the game and also kill them off a little bit. But while it's always 2-0, you always have that moment. And, you know, I was a bit disappointed we gave the goal away. But like you say, it gave us opportunities to show like our resilience and, and our determination and like I say I thought even the substitutes came onto the pitch helped massively and because um, it's not easy I and mean, this 4G is completely different to brass it's so so different and these will have really good knowledge and experience of playing on it um, so when you look at FA Cup ties and all the elements that can kind of go against you we were up against it today it was it was tough but I'm so pleased so pleased with the design the de- determination the way we really battled hard when we had to. She's training, but it's just a case of making sure that when she does go into a 11 v 11 situation, that she's got the, the strength and physical capacity to be able to do it. I've been pushing massively to try and get her in earlier um, without wanting to upset her kind of um, being ready and being available. So when she, when she hopefully makes an appearance in the next couple of games or some minutes, um, she, she can't wait she can't wait and, and obviously we can't wait as well but again there's good competition in the midfield area so we can't expect one of our midfielders to be able to play the next play today and play the next five games and we're fortunate we have some options in that area um, less options elsewhere but we'll, we'll manage at the end of the day she like I've always said to the guys you, you know you have to earn your, you have to earn the right earn the right whether that's to get in the team whether that's to beat opposition um, and whether it's, whether she starts on the bench and comes from there. I mean, at the moment we're we're still um, 
still missing obviously a couple of with a couple of injuries so even our bench is a little bit light at times um, but I thought that's the strongest bench on on paper we've had since the start of the season so I know we're only three games in but um, it was it was quite positive to see that today and having Rose to come back as well we can be critical from the sidelines and, and sometimes I am because you're in the emotion of the game but I think there's a respect afterwards that people are trying to do the right jobs and um, probably doesn't help with <laughs> both benches giving their comments of what they think and, and trying to ref it from the sidelines but we try to be as respectful as we can and we try and go with the decisions but I wouldn't say um, especially in the women's game I think in the in the game in general obviously in the men's game now especially at the top level you have VAR and you have the use of monitors now and we don't obviously have that situation but people are trying their best and that's all you can ask for I don't think people deliberately come to officiate poorly yeah it was great to get through to the next round and I think we showed great fight and right till the end I think sometimes it's not about the pretty football it's just about getting the result and that's exactly what we did today other weeks we'll, we'll perform how we want to perform but it's just about getting the results sometimes they're always going to do that I think they're a great side and they've got great individuals so um, I think it's not not getting too caught um, on ourselves I think we need to focus on what they do well and they did that very well they're, they're willing to fight and I think that's why we needed to show more aggression as well so they came out fighting and it was just a case of us having to match that and I think we did that of course going into the uh, last later stages of the game giving away a penalty it, it uh, spiced it up a bit more but yeah uh, happy to get the result I think it's just finding our feet on this pitch and knowing what, how to play on it I think the long ball was working for us and that's exactly what we did and that's where we got joy so I think just being smarter around that and that's exactly what we did and it came from the side as well knowing judging the pitch because it, it was a difficult surface to play on and I think your touch isn't always as good as if you're playing on the grass pitches but I think that's just a, another thing that we can't control we control what we can and I think that's what we did today and find a way around it yeah it's brilliant to be able to go out again Thursday and show what we're capable of again against another big team so yeah we're really excited and we'll focus each game as it comes and Arsenal will be another different test for us but I think it's another game where we can show what we're capable of as well so um, it'll be great for me of course it's my, my former club so another bit of added um, fight in me so yeah hopefully uh, we'll go on Thursday and get the result and then go into Sunday. podcast how are you both doing are you well all good thank you yeah yeah happy <laughs> happy 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 because you're free to the semi-final yeah I mean it was a very nervous game but yeah yeah very happy Tottenham played quite well though like for first half especially they, they were really good we were um messaging during the game weren't we and we were both saying they are playing so so well I was really impressed with them really yeah, impressed. They, they got their tactics right unfortunately their fitness didn't last for the whole game for them mm. well I say unfortunately it was fortunately for <laughs> us but unfortunately for them yeah, yeah as, soon as, as soon as Jordan Noggs got that first one in it was just like yeah kind of felt and, as if heads dropped a little bit for them and then it was like another quick succession goal wasn't it and it it kind of just fell apart really didn't it for them 
Yeah, I mean, I think me and Claire spoke and I, it was like the 65th minute and we're like, oh my God, this is going to be a nil-nil. Like, and then yeah. all of a sudden, where did four come from? <laughs> and, and Lisa Evans as well with a hat-trick. I mean, where, where did that come from of the point? Wow. Well, apparently they were, what was it Joe said? That they were... Uh, straws. Yeah, drawing <laughs> straws as to who gets the hat trick in the, right. in this, the next game. So we'll see who wins it next time. I don't time. like that. I don't like drawing <laughs> straws for hat tricks. What's that all about? <laughs> um, but anyway, Arsenal leads into the semi-final with a 4-0 victory over your North London rivals Tottenham on Saturday. Goals from Jordan Nobbs and a hat trick, like we said, from Lisa Evans. Both City and Arsenal now will meet in Thursday night's FA Cup final, which will be played at the Academy Stadium behind closed doors. And the game will be shown live on BBC Two. So how are you both feeling heading into Thursday's tie? Go on, Lee, I'll let you. Oh, oh thanks. That's, that's so kind of you. I think, it, apart from the PSG game, which I kind of class as last season, but then this is the FA Cup from last season, so... Yeah, like a pre-season. It's weird, but I, I think it's the first time I've got a bit of nerves beforehand. I mean, with West Ham and Tottenham, we didn't really know what we were up against as such because so many squad changes and stuff like that. And I think it's the same with City. Like, There's just been so much change that there is no comparison to previous seasons. But I, I, I reckon we'll get it. Maybe not as many goals. But... No, but there's never many goals, is there, when we play each other? It's always a marginal, like a one nil, a two one, either way. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not expecting a lot of goals, but I am worried because you've just been scoring for fun. And, that, and you know what? The goals have not been coming from. You know, Biedermann, they've been coming right across, you know, from the whole of the squad. Everyone's contributing and playing their part. And Miedema's more more or less turned from, you know, from from goal scorers to provider. I mean, she, she seems to be playing more of a different role this season. She's, she, she is, but she's she's always had that. Um, mm. I, I can't remember her stats for last season, but she was assisting goals. Um that's what I love about Arsenal and the way that Joe gets them to play is our goals and our assists can come from anywhere in that team, literally just anywhere. Um, like Leah was scoring goals. Um, Katie will score goals even when she's playing in defence. Mm. They'll just, yeah, <laughs> just get the ball to one of them and they'll shoot and it'll be a goal. It, yeah, we're just waiting for the goal but I mean it's like I remember an interview Viv done last season like someone asked her about a hat-trick she scored that game she's like why are we talking about that we won like why are you talking about me like for her it's not a change in personality it's just there's the more freedom and she, I think she loves that the fact that she can assist someone and it could be absolutely anyone and it's a goal and the team are winning and she's happy she did like at points though. She did like like look frustrated, even like when she scored a brace. Like you feel as though she could have gone on and get the hat trick, and she did look frustrated with her own performance. That's that's one of the things I think a lot of Arsenal fans love about Viv is is literally she, she, she's never happy with her own performance, even though we look at it and we think, oh my god, that was incredible! Like her goals, what she's doing for the team, but she'll always see something in it that she can improve on. Um, I think that's the mentality kind of Joe's put into the team. I mean, you look at Leah Williamson, like 
she has a brilliant game and yet she makes one mistake and that's the one thing she'll talk about in the interview and be like, oh, that's my fault, that goal went in, even if we won 5-1. And it's like, they have that mentality that they'd never feel like they've done enough. And I think that's, that's a good squad mentality to have. Like, how's it been for you? Because, I mean, you've had a, such a, a good start to the season, you know, you've been scoring goals for fun, let's say. And, you know, how happy have you been with the performances and who's impressed you so far since the season got underway? I mean, like, for me, like, a player that stood out for me is, is obviously Joe Roach. He's contributed so much, you know, six goals already in the WSL. I mean, that's massive, you know, for a player, really, that wasn't really uh, contributing goals last season, but was well involved with the team. To be honest, I can't really pick one person out. I mean, that's what we're doing so well at this season. Like, to be honest, if you said I had to pick someone, it would probably be Little, just because of what she does in that midfield and the whole of the team kind of moulds around her. And that's where the goals can come from anywhere. And she scored a couple of cracker and, like, Little's <laughs> captain. So I can't fault her, but yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, yeah, we, we've played so well this season. It's hard. I know when we do our player of the match at the end of the games, it there's only ever, um, like, one vote in it. Like, they are all just playing so, so well. Um, and I know a lot of the members are saying, like, oh, it's too hard to pick. <laughs> mm. um, Sometimes so. we kind of feel like it should be one vote for every player and the yeah. whole team to get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, how did you feel like heading into the to the start of the season with perhaps Arsenal really going under the radar a little bit in terms of how they thought they might fare this season? I I I like the fact that we're under the radar, but I personally I, <laughs> I personally think that um that Joe went out and he got he got what we needed. He didn't go overboard, he didn't go crazy, he got what we needed to build on what we've done on the last few seasons and and as yeah. well as that he didn't really go for the loanees from America because he likes building a squad a family a team that works together throughout and that would ruin the dynamic for our squad if we got some loanees in and then they disappeared halfway through the season yeah um I mean like squad depth has always been a bit of an issue for Arsenal I mean especially like towards last season and and managing rotations, really for the loss of injury, really. But Joe Montemanero, like you said, he went quietly about his business in the summer. Boost for Arsenal, however, that like Leah Walty, Jen Beattie will be back in the squad for you tomorrow. Yes, yeah, it's great news to have them back, definitely. And, and as I say, it, it does help with the squad depth. But I, I never really felt that squad depth was actually the problem. I mean, because I think at one point, did we have, was it six or seven players out last season? Yeah, I now, think there was one game where we literally had struggled to put people, but we but we actually had our injuries on the bench because yeah. and that was that made up our squad, so we had our numbers. But but I think if you had all of those players fit, we we've got a squad more than capable of playing in mm. every single um, like cup tournament yeah. that, we're, that we're in. It, it's just that we were unlucky with injuries. Yeah, and if you look at any of Joe's squads and any of the teams he's managed, they've always been small squads that he can personally manage. Like, I'd be more concerned if we had a huge squad and you've got the likes of World Cup winners sitting on the bench going, I want to play. And the manager's going, well, you can't because we're winning. That sort of management and keeping players happy is quite difficult. 
and Joe seems to manage the squad really well. Um, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, you've come across you you know you've come across some some issues and some injury worries, like you said, but you know you've still managed to pull through and and record good results as well. And I mean. For me, in a minute, like I look to Arsenal and I think back to sort of Chelsea last season where, you know, they were a team that wasn't competing in the Champions League necessarily, but they were winning and they were winning well and they were competing and winning uh, silverware. I see Arsenal, you know, based on obviously what I've seen this season, sort of replicating that a little bit. What do you think? you think like, the, will that be a bit of a benefit to you not having a Champions League? Does it mean that you can you know, go on and, and, and give more in, in sort of like the leagues and the cups? Well, they, they always say it. it's got pros and it's got cons, like the Champions League. Like, it's good to play in it because the calibre of the players you're playing against and the experience your squad will get from that, no matter how far you get. But like you say, yes, you then have the lesser fixtures, but we've got two FA Cups this season, so it's quite a hectic season for a women's league as it is anyway, so... Not having the Champions League, I think, in this season yeah. definitely has the advantage. And then three teams get it next year anyway. So it's, it is going to, it really will change the dynamic of the league, won't it? I mean, like, you've come up against obviously West Ham and recorded a big result against them. And like I said, the, the goals are really coming for Arsenal. And how happy have you been with the recent additions to the squad and, and the impact that they've had on the team so far? I just feel like they've been there forever. Like, the way they've settled into the team, some of them, it's just like, they were a summer signing. Oh, yeah, they, they, they just, yeah, they just linked in well with them. I think because he does his, um, Joe does his signings, like, really early, and, like, literally they're training from the get-go with the squads rather than the last day of the um, transfer window. I think that really helps because they just become part of the team really quickly. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think... Um... They have really, <laughs> they have really settled in really well, um, and I think um, it'd be really good to see sort of where they go um, this season. Um, obviously, I know we've got one who, um, so I think Lydia Williams, we haven't been able to see yet, um, but the others where we have seen them play have looked um, really, really good and just seem to just sort of slot in. Um, yeah. And you wouldn't really, you wouldn't look at them and think, oh, you've only just started playing. You you look at them and think you you guys have been playing together for, for years and years and years. They look like they've really just, yeah, slotted in. I mean, the, the good thing is as well, is like, because we had so much warning, like we managed to get songs for pretty much all the new players as well. We just got to hurry up and get to a ground so we can sing them. So you can sing them, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the problem. We've got, um, I think, all but one of the... I think there's only one player outstanding now. I Song think. for every player. We will. We'll get there. I might <laughs> have to put it out on the social media again and get everyone to come up with it like we did last time. <laughs> yeah, a bit of fun competition. <laughs> Who's the player? Uh, Lottie. Which is kind of embarrassing, seems it's a return player. <laughs> yeah, we, I well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, to her, her defence, she does have quite an unusual name and it's what name do you use because she's double-barrelled and all sorts. Yeah. So, I think Lottie is probably your best bet because it rhymes with... More. I don't know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to rhyme. That's not my remit at all. <laughs> uh, we, we got some really good ones, actually, when we put it out. I was really, yeah, really impressed. 
Um, yeah, some of them are songs we never heard of, though. So we're trying to work out what the tune is, and we're YouTubing it and Googling it, going, yeah. oh, that's what that song's called. <laughs> You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I've got to say, from like a, a city point of view, it's nice heading into, into tomorrow's game with a home advantage <laughs> for once, from our point of view. And especially with a, like a quick turnaround in games as well, especially over the week for both sides. We're expecting to see some squad rotation, as I'm sure probably you are too. Um, a possible club debut for Rose Laval. And the last time we played, uh, City were able to bounce back in a 2-1 victory at home in, in Nick Cush's last game in charge, actually, before he headed to New York City. Um, off of the back of a midweek defeat in the Conti Cup, where you knocked us out. Um, that was a, a really difficult run of games. Uh, and that was just before you headed into the final where you met Chelsea, just before the season came to a close due to the pandemic. City will be wanting to retain the FA Cup, uh, obviously, but with Arsenal and their trophy women mentality, it's going to be a real, real head-to-head um, and expected to be little to separate the two sides as usual. What are you expecting, I mean, score-wise, prediction-wise, heading into, the, into Thursday's game? Can I say five nil? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's it's a tricky one. Like I've tried predicting games this season and got it wrong every time. Because like, <laughs> yes, you have home advantage, but there's no crowd, so you kind of then lose a bit of that. But then there's the added edge that this is the FA Cup, and it'll be the first time one team has won the FA Cup twice in a season. Like there's that men- mentality of there's history up for grabs here. Mm-hmm. So I reckon it would be a really horrible game to watch and we'll win it 1-0 in the 89th minute. I'll go back to my 5-0 if that makes you feel better. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't I, even know. I think they're both as bad as one another, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely agree. It's going to be a really tight game. I think It'll only be one goal in it. Um, I reckon 2-1. Two, I'm just going for the scoreline. It'll be 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to score, though, for Arsenal? Daniel van der Donk. I'm, I'm so surprised you've said that player. And Vivian Miedema. Yeah. Well, you're going for the obvious. Yeah. Well, with my 1-0, then, I'm going for... I'm going for a little penalty in the 89th minute. Oh, <laughs> that would be awful, especially when we conceded a penalty against Leicester as well. No, I'm, not, I'm not down for that. I, like you said, I'm just expecting a really, really well-fought game. Uh, I think it's going to be, obviously, the biggest test of the season so far. Uh, and I, I kind of hope it's going to be an exciting game. I mean, I think... It'll, even though we can't be there, I kind of feel like both teams will really give a good mm. account to themselves. And I mean, the benefit of not being there, we don't have to listen to your drum. <laughs> not my drum. <laughs> it's not my drum. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be a, a really, really good game and it's great. I, I mean, are you guys going to be having a watch party together with the uh, Arsenal Supporters Club? No. I actually have plans tomorrow night so I have to record the game and switch off all social media alright oh, yeah I've done that yeah, I'm coming back from work quite late because it's um, a really busy night at school tomorrow so okay. <laughs> I might just get home in time for kickoff. 
Well, I, I won't tweet, like great I won't fans, tweet you then. I won't, I won't tweet you like updates of the score or anything like <laughs> during the game. <laughs> I'll just turn it off. It's All right, fun. okay. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, do you want to give the uh, social media accounts out just so people know where to find you both? On Twitter, it's um, at Arsenal Women SC. Um, I should know it off the top of my head, but I really don't. Oh, it is the same. It's just capital letters on the one on Twitter. Well, we'll link it in the description of the podcast as well, so everyone can click on it and hopefully find you there. Guys, it's really nice chatting to you both. I mean, I haven't seen you for ages. And I it just seems like this is like... I mean, the way, Man- like the way forward now. It's just yeah, Man City is my favourite game because the banter between us fans is just it's yeah. different compared to other games. So I'm really gutted that we're missing this one, especially a fi- semi-final as well. Yeah. So not that I could ever get to Manchester on a school night, but that's beside <laughs> no, the point. Had it have not obviously been behind closed door, it probably wouldn't. I don't think been a game that would have necessarily been played mm. um, in a mid sort of midweek. It isn't usually, is it, with a the uh, the semi final so yeah it's it, it's a bit rubbish but you know we've got to make the most of this situation and uh, try and embrace it for what it is I think definitely the new normal definitely the new normal let's hope it don't last too much longer eh <laughs> I forgot what it forgot it what it feels like to actually go to a game and enjoy a game and well, just it, it's, it's definitely again yeah it's definitely warmer watching it from home anyway. True. and easier easier to get to and from the game as well isn't it yeah True. and the food can be better sometimes depending on the stadium oh, I don't know have you not had a pasty from the academy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's that's debatable <laughs> but uh, it's always good to chat guys and hopefully we'll catch up again soon thank you for having us on all right no worries take care guys stay safe And that's it for this week's episode of MCW Fancast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to Claire and Lee from the Arsenal Women's Supporters Club for joining me on this week's show. We'll be back on Saturday, so you won't even have to wait that long for the next episode uh, as we look ahead to the weekend and Sunday's game against Tottenham Hotspur at the Academy Stadium as attention returns to the WSL. If you're not already, make sure you're following us on our socials. We're on Twitter and Instagram at MCW Fancast. And we'll be back on Saturday. See you soon. Stay safe.